Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade to black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there! So, we won. <laughs> hey, the the turkey and stuffing, oh, you made the best turkey ever. Um, I, I Son, that was the best smoked turkey I've ever had. And speaking of turkeys... Um, we still have a coach, Matt Nagy. He's still our coach. Yeah, unfortunately he is. Uh, I guess my message to Matt Nagy would be, uh, dude, calm down. Like, I don't... He acted like we won a game that we beat a team who was undefeated. I, I have few words. Like, when I saw that win, I go, dude... We have four wins now. The majority of your wins have now come from a team who has never won a game. Yeah. And then afterwards in the press conference, he said, you guys have no idea how big this win was for me. What are you, what are you talking about, dude? Every year we've had you, you've gotten worse and worse and worse. So what do you mean? You can't go 8-8 eight and eight anymore. You're not going to have a 500 career. No way. Like this year. Uh, look, we have called every single game down. Like, we called the losing streak. We said we're probably going to get a win. We got a win. We won by two. They couldn't even cover a two and a half. For those gamblers out there, you know what I'm talking about. That's just shocking. <laughs> So, look, I we've been down this road before, but we have to continue to walk it as long as the Bears walk it, unfortunately. And the road I'm talking about is the road of uh, less than mediocre. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I'm afraid my prediction is going to be right, and I don't want it to be right. About what? My prediction about Matt Nagy was that they will not fire him during the regular season. Let's talk about this. They're going to wait to the end. Let's talk about this, yes. though. Reports blooming everywhere. NBC ran with it. Everyone ran with it. Name name something. Everyone ran this article except ESPN. They wanted to be prestigious in that regard when they're shit and everything else. Like, don't get me started with them. Everyone else ran with it, said regardless of the result, Matt Nagy will be fired after Thanksgiving. It did not. And later, the report came out where George McCaskey addressed the team and also addressed the media, saying the reports were false. I cannot remember 
first off, the Bears have never, ever fired a coach middle of the season. That is correct. Second off, I want to say, well, I know what I want to say. These reports, this was this was real. He was going to get fired. Do you believe that? Because I believe that. I don't believe that. I'm sorry. How do you not believe that? <clears throat> he just did because of the end result. He he didn't get fired. He I, didn't I think get th- fired because that's called saving face. So think about what the McCaskies do. The McCaskies are old school. We've talked about this time and time again on this podcast. They are old school, old school mentality. What does old school mentality do, Dad? Quick, think, thump, save face. That's how fast they did that. Dad, how does that get leaked out? I'd like to bring up some examples of us never leaking anything out. Remember when Roquan Smith left the team? Oh, yes. That never got leaked. No one leaked that. But this gets leaked. So it was a selective leaking. I think someone in the Bears organization leaked it. I think the Bears were going to do it. When the Bears lost the narrative and lost control, they had to gain it back. So they said, you know what? Forget this. We have to take it back. Hmm. Interesting interesting take on it. When's the last... My question to you, though. When is the last time this has happened where all the news sources break... All the reporters break on it, and it doesn't happen. When's the last time, and then a follow-up to that question when you answer that, when's the last time George McCaskey's had to come out and say something? The answer is never and never. Again, brings me to another point. What the fuck does Ted do? Yeah. Like he's a he's a president of operations. Hello, it's time to talk, Ted. No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to do this. So you want some TED talks? Yes, <laughs> I would like some TED talks for cry. I mean, is there a lazier person working in America with that kind of salary? I think not. I mean, I'm being dead serious. I think you need to go after his job. Yeah, I'm really good at sitting on my ass and doing nothing. I could, but I couldn't do his job. I'm too vocal. I would get out there, I'd speak the truth, and I'd shoot. I'd say, "Yeah, we're gonna fire his ass. He sucks." <laughs> I believe you would say that, Tyler, and I believe you'd say it just like you did. Ha- now, I love you, buddy. Now I do want to bring attention to this. Look, we're not going to talk much about the game. Okay, it happened. It's over. It's done. I I want to talk about the stuff going on in the organization. I want to talk about the other report that got leaked. But before I get to that, how do, how do, like, we called this on this podcast. We said, remember, going into this year, we literally said, we need to apply pressure to the team. We need to start chants. We need to do stuff. Guess what? That is happening. That stuff is happening. It has been happening. And I think it is applying pressure. There was a Fire Nagy chant at the Bears game we were at. There's probably going to be one this Sunday. On top of that, there was one at the Bulls game. Then there was one at his high school, his son's high school football game. It's starting to build steam. Right? There's, there's no doubt about it. I would like to talk about this. The high school team. 
I know this is an unpopular opinion. I'm all for Chan Fire Nagy at his high school son's game. If that's the worst thing to happen to a kid in high school, oh, boo freakity who. Because guess what, people? It worked. The publicity worked. People are talking about it. People picked up the chant. There were videos. And I, I don't care. All those people out there are like, well, you know, it, and I know people are going to disagree with me. And that's fine. But I'm being dead serious. Like, do we not remember how mean high school was? Like, people were jerks. The, you might have been a bully. You might have been on the other side of it. Or you might have been in the mutual. But there's a point. Where I guarantee you going to a high school game and your dad, who is making millions of dollars, being a horrible coach at his job, like, they're going to be fine, okay? It's going to be okay. And guess what? People are going to continue to do it because guess what? It worked on social media. It worked. Yeah, yeah. I, You know, I, I told you, and I still am on the other side, I... I I get it. It's a son's game. Uh, for me, let the son play his game. Keep keep the NFL out of it. Uh, you know, I I fall more on that side. To be but honest, was Nagy there? I mean, I, I don't know. I see. I don't have the I don't have the story. And I do, I don't think it matters either way. I'm going to be completely honest. What's the difference between that and then people talking shit on Twitter? Not much. <laughs> I mean. They when they at the kid's dad and then it starts showing up in his feed. What what's the difference? And that that's way worse scenario. If fire Nagy clap 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 clap. If that's the worst thing and you're I like these people that are going this is too far and appalled. Get over yourselves. I was I wasn't one of those who was appalled. I just thought it was in poor taste. I did. I just disagree because it worked. It's starting to gain momentum. It's going to continue to gain momentum. Like I said, they, they look, his dad's a millionaire. Their family has money now. I, I, they're going to be okay. Yeah. Everything is okay. So you're saying they're not going to be on food stamps next week? No. I'm saying that they're living a very well-off life and that, you know, sorry that your dad sucks at coaching. He might be a great person, but... the. The t- here's the problem. We as fans are sick of this. Yeah, the league is changing. Okay, and that gets me back to the next point: the other leak story. There has been a leak story that's been all over the internet, folks. That Matt Nagy did not want to play. Hold on, I just are you okay? Um, got something in my eye, so. I you um, do we need to take a second? No, nope, I'm good. I know you sure you want to you, you want something? Like you mm. keep it's throwing me off. Okay. Sorry. It's, it's not your fault. I'm just like yeah. you, it's really red. Yeah. It's feels red. You're yeah. either really high or <laughs> no, I know you don't smoke. I'm just cracking a joke. You guys should have seen his face. We really need to bring a visual <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. I I I never okay. touch that stuff. The other, the other report is that Matt Nagy did not want to play Justin Fields. That's not his guy. He wanted Dalton, and the higher ups made him play. That's just so shitty. But with before that report, before we read it, before this podcast read it, 
We sat on our goddamn cat. I got so worked up over this. It's working me up now. We're sitting on the couch. Every little fucking thing Andy Dalton does. He's getting hugs, warm embraces from Nagy. Nagy's like, you're my guy. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You've seen what Andy Dalton can do. The upside on Justin Fields is huge right now. Yeah. I will take upside over media. Like, again, a road to mediocrity. That should be Mm -hmm. the Bears, like, history. Yeah. I I know what you mean. That's where we're at in this thing. It's, again, it always feels like, you know what? We're just glad we're the Bears and we're on the football field. We're just glad we showed up. Again, this is what I'm talking about. The times are changing. How many times do we have to be old, miserable curmudgeons? Get the McCaskies out of there. They're old curmudgeons. I am not kidding. The fact that they will not fire him. The fact that they will not fire Ryan Pace. Guess what, people? It is time to go. Mm-hmm. Bomb. Vo- bomb. Bon voyage. Like, seriously. The whole league. Okay, I'm sorry, but I. Time out on the pod. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, it's just I got I got issues with my eye. I know, but I'm worried. You're blinking at like nonstop. Yeah. It's okay. Let's let's keep going. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's just very distracting. You look like you're. Like, do you want me me to just try to do this? What was? I know this is weird right now, but you got to understand. For me, I'm trying to look at you and engage you, mm-hmm. and you're just constantly blinking, and you look like you're miserable right now. A little miserable. <clears throat> Yeah, maybe you ought to take it and run. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, I think you're, I need to. you're, d- dude, you're, I like, okay, seriously, mm-hmm. you're, you're crying now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Okay, let's. Yeah, I'll continue. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, buddy. All right. I yeah, you're not, you're not okay. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. All right. You want any parting words before you go? I love my bears and I want new coach and I want a new GM. That's all I have. All right. Well, I'll see you later. All right. Go home. I'll call you. All right. I'll try to finish this off myself. Thank you. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. So where were we? This podcast might go a little shorter. The curmudgeons. We're back to the curmudgeons. Um, I just think that we, as a, everyone knows this, right? We just have a old, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to start over. I'm trying to pick this back up. Give me a second. Okay, I'm good. We have this old, old club mentality where we can't fire a coach. He's not going to get any better. Uh, he needs to go. Pace needs to go. I, I swear this thing got leaked out. Uh, they lost control of it. They tried to save face. We've been over this. I don't understand. Let, let, let's let talk. I said I wasn't going to talk about the game, but I 
my my dad left and he had topics written down and now we're not going to get to those so now i'm kind of just in this vacant space and now i'm debating on whether or not to call someone to talk to them about the bears or not i don't know i think some of most of my friends are working this is not going well <laughs> okay sorry Let's get focused here, and by focused, I mean me. So, the game itself, we were banged up. Defense did not look great, didn't look horrible. The Lions look just atrocious. I mean, if I was Dan Campbell and my defensive coordinator calls a timeout right after I did, I would chew him out. But Dan Campbell looked around in the game like he had like he had no idea what what is happening. Um we can be thankful for that. You know let <laughs> we're thankful that the Lions remain in this division. Very thankful. We're also thankful that uh well the Vikings are there too. They don't look good. We've had their number. They they're they're a weird weird team. But as far as the game itself, you can't you can't Matt Nagy, you can't come away with sitting there at <laughs> I I'm I'm still baffled like you get a 2 point lead a 2 point lead you win the game and you're saying how big this is and how awesome this is I just don't buy it. I think uh, all the media writers in Chicago are writing the same narrative. Everyone's doing the same thing. I I don't know what we do. I don't know where we move on. Uh, Promise and Justin Fields, yes. I feel like... I'm sorry, guys. I just... My dad really threw a wrench in this whole thing, and now I feel like I'm just constantly repeating myself over and over again. Look, though... The McCaskies are a problem. I think they're a bigger problem than we've all realized. But, you know, Super Bowls can take you very far. And, you know, for us, it's been over 40 years. You know, how long is the Super Bowl going to be? You know, 19 or it hasn't been 40 years quite yet. But 1985, you know, you got 95 is 10, 05, 20, 15. You know, 30. It, I don't, uh, I don't know what to say. And I'm sorry if this podcast is really getting away and off the rails. Um, let me try to make a call or something and see if someone, I just need someone to talk to. Hold on. Let's go through the, uh, index here. God, this is probably the worst podcast we've ever done. Easily the worst podcast we have ever done. Um, uh, uh, uh. Okay, I don't have anyone. Everyone's busy. I sent out texts. No one's responding. So, I think now, more than ever, we've learned that the uh, McCaskies are bad. Let's go through the schedule. Look, we play Arizona coming up this week. Arizona is very good. They're coming off a bye. 
Kyler Murray will be back. Uh, Hopkins is still questionable, but it probably I'm guessing he's going to give that a go. So let's just rewind the game clock, though. So starting back when we played after the Raiders, the surprise win over the Raiders, we played the Packers, the Bucks, the Niners, the Steelers, the Ravens. We sat on this podcast and told you that that would all be a loss. And by told you, I could feel all of you nodding along with us. I really could. It's that predictable where we're at with this club, with this team. We get to the Lions. We say, you know what? Maybe they might beat us. Maybe we might win. Here's the problem. The Lions have not won a game all year. You, you, you've beat them twice. We beat them 16 to 14. And the first time, we beat them by 10. We beat them 14 or 24 to 14. We are not winning against good teams. The Raiders are kind of a yo-yo team right now. That was our other win. And then we beat the Bengals, which actually the Bengals might be a pretty good team. Again, though, who knows? In the NFL, you can't really do that whole comparison of, hey, who this team beat this team, so this team should easily beat this team, and blah, blah, blah. You can't do that. If you do that, you're going to get killed each time. With that being said, though, the Cardinals are a very good team. Right now, they are holding the first seed in the NFC. They have a lot to play for. The Packers are nipping at their heels. Which, you know, so the Cardinals are 9-2, and two, the Packers are 9-3. and three. They're going to come out. And they're going to play hard against us. They're coming off a bye. We are, though, coming off a baby bye. Hopefully, our injury report, we can see who's healthy. Uh, Robert Quinn has been playing amazing. Our defense, you know, I would like to shout them out. Hold on a second. Usually, I cough right here and my dad covers for me. But this is what happens when you just... (coughs) By yourself. So the Packers come out. And the Packers. Jeez, I'm 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 so this is very, very hard to do by yourself. I cannot focus. <laughs> Props to if you have a podcast and you do it by yourself out there, bravo. I have found a newfound respect for you. The point being is the Cardinals are going to come out and they're going to play hard. They're going to play tough. Uh, Shout out, though, to Robert Quinn. He's been absolutely a great signing. Can't believe I'm saying that. I was totally wrong about him. Also, defense, we were leading the NFL. I don't know now. I can't look it up because I will get too distracted. But we were leading in sacks. Again, uh, story as old as time. The Bears have a good defense, don't have an offense. You know, Matt Nagy gets brought in there, and <laughs> it's his career. Like, he's averaging 19.9 points a game in his career. And then in this season, right now, he's averaging 16.4. That's, I mean, I don't know how much more of a sample size you need on this coach. But I'll tell you what, I've seen enough, and I don't need much more. 
I really don't. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to say. I just don't feel like any team is being run like ours. Like, And then we're supposed to get this new stadium and move. Let's talk about that. I'm a gambler. I appreciate gambling. Uh, do I think it's cool that the Bears are teaming up with a gambler? Like, yeah, I think that's really cool. I also think it'd be really, really cool if we stay in downtown Chicago because it's gorgeous. The atmosphere is electric. God, I want to go back. I don't want to move to Arlington Heights. And if, if you look on the map where Arlington Heights is, you're just closer to the Green Bay Packers. Why would we want that? Make it hard for them to get to the stadium, not easier. And then what are you going to do? You have to make a retractable roof, right? There's no other choice. In my opinion, I don't want a dome. That's not Chicago. That's not Bears. We need every advantage we can get. You know, sometimes we have one cold weather and shitty games. I get when people go, that's, you know, a lot of people go, that's football weather. And the players are like, that ain't football weather. That's just luck and slop and filth. Well, that's who we are. We are luck, slop, and filth. We're not good. We don't have the greatest show on turf. We don't have the Vikings with Dante Culpepper back in the day and Vince Carter and Randy Moss. We don't have that. We don't have Randy Moss catching, you know, three catches on Thanksgiving for 169 yards and three TDs. We don't have that. We need that cold, that grit, that Chicago. Yes, I I know what people are saying. Well, Tyler, would you want to sit out there? I have. I sat with the windshield at negative 22 back in 2013, rooting on the Chicago Bears versus the Dallas Cowboys, freezing my ass off. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. We scored on every single drive, every single possession, either a field goal or a touchdown. The entire game, the entire game. Color was hurt. Josh McCown came in. Oh, it was beautiful. That was when Alshon was with the team. He was good. Brandon Marshall was on the team. Man, I guess that's where this podcast goes once my dad left is uh, I just start reminiscing about (laughs) the good old times. But to bring it back to this year, let's talk about what we need. Let's talk about how this team gets better. We already know how it gets better on the front office part. We get rid of Ryan Pace. We get rid of Ted Phillips. We get rid of Matt Nagy, and we get rid of the McCaskies. Who's going to run the team? 34 to glory in its fans, hopefully. That's beside the point. (laughs) We need to to help Justin out. Uh, If we're going to evaluate him, and in my opinion, I think we need three years to, to evaluate a quarterback because... Look, there's going to be ups and downs. Look at what Mahomes is struggling with. Look how great Mahomes is, and he can't do anything without an offensive line, which brings me to the Chicago Bears and their offensive line and how we're having a problem with that. We need to get that offensive line to give him a chance so we can properly evaluate Justin Fields. If he doesn't pan out, he doesn't pan out. Is that going to suck? Yeah, of course it's going to suck. It's going to break our hearts. But I'll tell you what's really starting to suck is that we keep giving away first-round draft pick, first round after first round, 
And then when we do have a first round, we can't do anything with it. Ryan Pace has been there for six years, and we're actually getting worse. (laughs) We're not getting better. He's obsessed with big names and free agency. He is not obsessed with developing talent. He's obsessed with finding talent. He came out and said he wants to do everything the Patriot way. He's doing everything the exact opposite of the Patriot way. The Patriots develop talent, although this year they spent over $230 million in free agency the first time they've ever done anything like that. And you know what? Credit to them. They're winning. Also credit to them. Look how they find Mac Jones. People, don't blow your lid over Mac Jones. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying we don't know. Everyone thought Justin Herbert was the best thing since sliced bread. Okay? And guess what? Now he's struggling a bit. It's going to happen. Mahomes a little different. You know, he's already won a Super Bowl. He's struggling this year, but now he's starting to click on the right time. You you can see the talent and everything there. I think we need to just hang on. Deep breaths. We'll be fine at quarterback. But we have to... Excuse me. The part where I am concerned and worrisome about is that offensive line. I'm a firm believer, and those who listen to the podcast know, I love the trenches. I think you win and you lose in the trenches. I think the more pressures you have, Bill Belichick often says this, and I agree with him, pressures are more important than sacks. You know, you might get a couple, let's say you get six sacks a game, but if those are your only pressures, is six, and you're six for six, okay, fine. But if you get zero sacks and you have 14 pressures, that's a totally different game. You got to throw the quarterback off his rhythm. Certain quarterbacks you want to keep in, but I'm a big fan of that. Nonetheless, um, I think that's what we need to do offensively. We also need to work on receivers. I think Mooney is a talent. You know, and uh, I got called out by Curtis earlier because uh, I didn't know who Mooney was. I This is my Achilles heel. I'll admit it. I'm not big on the draft. I watch it every year. I get excited, but I'm not big on it because we can't draft, and every single time we never get it right. And then we get these players, and we get hopeful, and then it never pans out, and the analysts just blow so much smoke up your ass. It is unbelievable the amount of smoke that they blow up your ass. Oh, this guy's going to be the best thing, and then they compare him to previous players that we already have. Oh, Ooh, Lordy, it is rough. But where was I going? (laughs) I think the receivers, Mooney, there we go, back on track. I think he's he's a talented kid. Uh, I don't think he's like uh, Anthony Miller. I liked Anthony Miller's talent. Him gelling as a person was not working out, and that's unfortunate. I hope he does get his shit together. You know, I I hope he does. But uh, Mooney, I think, is a real deal. That kid has speed for days. There's there's confusion on route running. Uh, Hopefully they can get that down in the offseason when we get a new coach. Hopefully also we bring in... I'm okay to bring in a defensive coach, a defensive-minded coach. As long as that defensive-minded coach can put aside his ego. Because I think we really, really need to work on the offense. You know, I think with Chicago, 
this sounds cocky and crazy, but it, it almost feels like the defense is always, always going to be there. And even when it's not, we turn it around. Mel Tucker, who <laughs> Mel Tucker, Michigan State, really ninety-five million for him. I guess good job. I, I don't understand that, but good job. Clap it up for him. Even when he had our defense so bad, the very next year, Vic changes it around and we're right back up where we need to be. So a lot of it is to do with coaching. You know, I wish we almost would have got Dan Quinn. I think Dan Quinn is a great, great defensive coordinator. I think he's a horrible head coach, but I also think he's a pretty good Dagon, good defensive coordinator. Hold on a second. I have to cough again. There's a lot of talking. So I I wouldn't mind that. But back to the offense. Like Allen Robinson's gonna go. Mooney's gonna stay for a while. Uh, Cole Komet, I don't know. I don't get Cole Komet. I, I think he's okay. I think he's trying to develop. If you watch the games, I think it's pretty dang on clear that he's trying to develop a. Uh, chemistry and a rhythm and a friendship I think too I don't know I don't like I said I don't know it feels like he's really trying to get involved with fields he's trying to do the right things I don't think the the coaching again it's all it's all going to keep going back to the coaching but the coaching's not there we're not using our tight ends at all in the passing game Uh, our tight ends are non-existent We're, we're in this weird formation now where we're all about the run and stopping the run and it I don't get it. I don't understand it. And uh, it is what it is. Uh running backs, I think we're fine. Let's you know, we want to talk running backs. David Montgomery, okay, he's not bad. Uh I think Matt Nagy is in love with him and will not play uh, Hubbard, any Hubbard, Herbert. I always say Hubbard with him, but I say Herbert right. Herbert, I think Herbert. I think he should see. I think they should split carries. I think half and half and see who has a better game. Because I don't think. Look, David Montgomery did not run the ball well against Detroit. Uh, Hubbard, he didn't get the ball very much. Let me look at the stats actually. But I I know that they didn't. Yeah, Montgomery got the ball seventeen times for forty six yards, and Hubbard got the ball four times for nine carries. It's just not enough. I mean, it, you know, and when Andy Dalton's your second leading rusher, there's a problem there. Also, you know, Andy Dalton's like everyone's like hey, he had a pretty good game. Well, okay, but. We keep switching the packages up differently. I'm going to keep harping on this, too, with Justin Fields. (sighs) Do not run him. Do not design the run. Let let it be free. Let it come to him. Let it be very zen-like. I just, I don't don't know. Look, I'm trying to keep this podcast. I was going to try to push it longer. Uh... I don't think that's going to work, folks. <coughs> <coughs> I am actually going to lose my voice. Um, 
This is very difficult without a break. And uh, again, mad props to the people that can do it for an hour. I'm going to probably tap out here early. Uh, Defensively, let's talk about defense real quick. Got to work on the cornerbacks. Got to work on the safeties. Um, I don't know if it's scheme or Eddie Jackson just having a down year. Uh, Those positions seem to age rapidly and fast. Hopefully that's not the case for Eddie again. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think defensive line, keep keep building guys up, keep getting beefcakes in there. We're probably going to lose Hicks. Uh, Mac needs to stay healthy. Uh, thing with health, let's talk a little bit about health. I, The medical staff, I don't know what they're doing. We don't have Tariq anymore. Like, I don't know what's happening with Cohen. I really don't. I also don't like the trade for Grant. I don't understand what Grant does that any rookie couldn't do. Like, just grab a guy off a practice squad to be a kick returner. It's not hard. You don't need to trade a six-round pick. Everyone knows that no one's good. No one good has ever been drafted in the sixth round. Just the Ryan Pace philosophy and just bullshit. Just drives me absolutely freaking nuts. Uh, I think I think we're gonna be all right though. I know that I I get really down, but I really think that this is the year we fire everyone. This is the year everything starts to change for us. And if not, then I apologize, and we're screwed. <laughs> but I something has to change. Something just. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's just my hopeful, boyish enthusiasm going. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Uh, Let's talk about the game against the Cardinals. I know I've touched on it. And if you've made it this far into the show, thank you. Again, I apologize. Thank you for listening to me blabber on and on and... My ADD was everywhere this show, so thank you for those that are still listening. (laughs) Much obliged. The Cardinals are going to kick the shit out of us. Uh, A lot of people think they're not. They're going to be a little rusty. Kyler Murray is going to be a little rusty. I don't think we can contain him. I think we might get a few sacks on him. But again, the pressures need to be there like I talked about earlier. I mean, the sacks are fine. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to whine about being first and you know, sacks in the NFL. I'm not going to do that, but, you know, he's slippery. I think the best thing to do is uh, hands up and keep him in the pocket. He's a small little guy, but don't let that fool you, dude. That kid has an arm. Good God, that kid is good. Another guy who everyone was shitting on as a rookie, remember? Too small, can't do it, too injury prone. I don't know. They're doing pretty good without him, and now they're getting him back, and they're probably going to do even better. Uh matchups on the outside that scare me uh hopkins if he's back hopefully jalen johnson can try his best to take care of him uh aj green still scares the shit out of me on the outside just because we don't have anyone (laughs) we don't have any vildor is gonna cover him get out of here i mean that (sighs) sean desai i hope you're working on a hell of a game plan buddy Because your plate is going to be full come Sunday. 
Best thing is, man, and I'll leave on this note, Chicago, bring it, baby. Fans, bring it. Let's just go with that Fire Nagy chant. Let's get it louder than before. Do not be fooled by this puff of smoke that is the one-game winning streak that, again, has come from a winless Detroit Lions who always seem to suck. Don't let this fool you. Just everyone, please, please get that chant going again. And, again, thank you all for listening. If you like the show, rate and subscribe. If you want to call in anytime and help me out, hopefully my dad's eye and everything will be back. Uh, apologies to, we were supposed to do this on Saturday. Another family event came up. It was busy. It, the The holiday season was crazy. You know, we're all, we also work 40 hours a week. This is not our full-time job. Wish it was. I would, eh, trust me, if I could do a, an NFL show that focused solely around the Bears, you know, four, three days a week, five days a week, and have guests and have a big enough, you know, platform where we could talk to different people and argue and agree and, you know, share a beer in public. I would. I would love it. But the fact is, we do get a little busy around the holidays. So with that being said, I hope that you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I hope that you spent time with your family and loved ones and friends and did whatever that you guys like to enjoy, stuffed your faces, played some games, watched the Bears barely squeak out a win, but, you know, that's the life of being a Bears fan. I'm not going to do my dad's outro because I'm going to lose my voice if I do, but that's all for this week. Thanks again. Go Bears. Oh, God, Cardinals don't beat us too bad. We'll see you next week. Maybe I should just talk over the intro or outro. Maybe I'll do that. This is new, huh? I don't know. Come on, bears.